This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millennial money. Today's 20-somethings are young, gifted, and broke, but their propensity to spend rather than save, let alone invest, is worrying the finance industry. Are you too scared to look at your credit card bill? Our money mentor, Lindsay Cook, drops by to tell us how even high earners are struggling to manage their debts. And cutting the cost of divorce. It's now possible to end your marriage for just £59 on some websites, but what are the hidden costs? Welcome to The Money Show, the FT's most popular weekly podcast. I'm Claire Barrett, and I'll be giving you all the week's money news in downloadable form with the help of my FT Money colleagues Amy Williams and Naomi Rovnik, plus Lindsay Cook, author of our Money Mentor column. It's tough being a 20-something. Faced with the impossibility of saving for a housing deposit or even properly funding a pension, millennials, those who grew up in the noughties, would rather blow it all on a holiday. That's great news for the consumer economy, but harrowing reading for the finance and investment industries. I'm joined by Amy Williams, FT Money reporter and a millennial herself. Amy, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Firstly, tell us, from the perspective of a millennial... What are the finances of your generation typically looking like? Well, the first thing to note, I think, is that we have a higher level of debt than the generations that went before us. So this is because of university tuition fees coming in. Mm. So every month, the typical millennial has to pay a not insignificant chunk of their pay packet back to the student loans company. Apart from that, we typically earn a bit less than the generations who went before us. So the average wage for a 22 to 30 year old is about 8% lower than older people, and according a, to the UK's. A byproduct of the financial crash. Exactly. Everyone back exactly. A, a Whereas the median household wage is, is back to pre 2008 levels. There's the housing market. We usually rent, and in London, at least, the rents are sky high, so that takes quite a big chunk of our pay. And because of all this, we can't save to buy a house, so we get depressed and we tend to spend more money on holidays and experiences and we don't really own anything. So you favour experiences over stuff. You're living in a rabbit hutch. So, I mean, this is great news for the consumer economy, but not the finance industry. In your report for Money This Week, what have you gleaned about the attitudes of the younger generation towards saving and investment? Well, Facebook did a really interesting study of US millennials where it analysed the conversations they were having on the platform with each other. 
The one thing they found out was that millennials are much more open about their money than older generations. So they're very happy to crowdsource investment advice mm. and talk to each other about what they should do with their money. Which what they earn are. as well. And what they earn and older people are, are less willing to do that. So they're very networked and they're more likely to ask each other what they should do than they are to ask financial advisors. So I think it was around mm. half of them said that they didn't know where to get financial advice. And they don't trust the big brands offering this kind of advice anyway. So there's a kind of a double-edged sword for the finance industry there. I mean, one of the commentators in your article goes so far to compare the investment industry today to where the high street travel agents were 20 years ago. Soon, nobody will need the middleman as we'll probably all be moving towards doing it ourselves online when it comes to investments and, and pensions. How, how does that theory bear out? The reason millennials want to get their advice online is because they're used to getting what they want when they want it. And this is partly because they're digital natives. So they've grown up with the Internet and they're very comfortable using the Internet and using apps to do things. So to be successful in the future, wealth managers have realized that they need to go to where the millennials are and start offering apps and online investment services that the millennials like using. So we started to see some of the more traditional players do this. Seven Investment Management recently said they hired some coders to make an app that would attract millennials. Well, you can read more about the problems that millennials are facing with managing their money and how the finance industry is coming up with ways to help them do it um, in FT Money this week. That was Amy Williams, FT Money reporter and a new addition to our team. Still to come on the show, can you really get divorced for £59? And should you? Before that, those of us loaded with credit card debt after a Christmas splurge can enjoy some of the longest 0% interest-free deals the market has ever seen right now. But moving from one zero hero to the next year after year means even very highly paid people are building up unsustainable levels of debt. I'm joined by Lindsay Cook, FT's Money Mentor columnist, who's written about the issue this week. Lindsay, thanks for joining us today. Hello. Firstly, you're frequently coming across people even high earners with high credit card debt, what's their typical MO? They've just been doing it for years. They've been spending. It might be a holiday. A lot of them say interest rates are low, so it's OK. And you say, but if you're on a zero interest card and you spend, it's 18.9%. If you're on other cards, it's probably 27.6%. If you take cash out, which they do and they don't realise it's costing them money. If you miss a payment... There's lots more interest. They just do not do the sums. They don't even know how much they can borrow. And until they get their annual statements, which don't all come at the same time, they don't know how much they've got um, that they have borrowed. And through your advisory company, Money Fight Club, you've come across lots of apparently wealthy people who are being sunk by their credit card debts. Tell us about some of the worst case scenarios you've seen and what your advice is. Well, I came across one woman, a very successful fashion designer, and she owed more than 30,000 on her credit cards and she was paying something like 2,000 pounds a month and the amount wasn't going down and she met me and she said why is this and she didn't understand how just paying in effect each month the minimum the interest and her new spend was coming to about 2,000 she was fortunate in that she had an investment bond that was going nowhere that she could cash in she managed to do a deal some of the credit card companies didn't insist on the full amount if she cut up her card. And she's now got one card, which she pays off in full each month. And with the saving, which is probably about £1,500 a month, she's paying off her mortgage early while interest rates are low. 
So good advice there. If listeners want to spring clean their own credit, where should they start? First of all, find out what they can borrow, what they have borrowed. Get their cards out, find out what they are paying in interest, find out what the penalties are. A lot of cards are sold to people when they're buying. You go into a department store and they say, oh, we've got a loyalty day today. You can get 20% off anything you buy today. And then they do these frequently. And that's an extra card in your wallet. And people who start off with two or three cards end up extra store cards. They may transfer a sum because we get emails every week saying you can transfer to this new card. It's only going to cost you 3.95%. Well, if you owe 10,000, that's £395. Well, there's lots of hidden costs um, in there. You can find out more about how to manage your debts on the Money Mentor column in FT Money this weekend. Thanks very much for joining us in the studio today, Lindsay. Before our final item, a reminder you can read this week's FT Money as part of the Weekend FT, which is widely available on both Saturday and Sunday, or read us online, ft.com slash money, and follow us on Twitter, at FT Money. It may cost a few hundred pounds, but the dangers of online divorce have been highlighted this week following the case of the Facebook bigamist, who married again, only to find that his online divorce had not been fully completed. His first wife alerted the authorities when she saw pictures of his second wedding on social media, resulting in embarrassment and court fines that cost more than the online divorce. I'm joined in the FT studio by Naomi Rovnik, Money's digital and communities editor, who will bring us bang up to date on this story. Naomi, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Getting divorced is an expensive business, so online services are a tempting prospect for those who don't want to get clobbered by legal fees, but you found that splitting couples have a lot to work through before they can click the mouse. Absolutely. There's quite a lot online offering a service where you can legally get divorced, end your marriage. They'll help you fill out the forms, which usually are available for free on court websites anyway, for anything between, I think, £17 was the very cheapest I saw to a few hundred pounds to have the process of filling out those forms at least overseen by a solicitor. That may be somebody working out of a call centre, not somebody with plush offices in Mayfair, but they'll be regulated and qualified. However, getting divorced if you have assets and income is about a lot more than simply a legal decree absolute which ends the marriage. So is using an online service ever ever a good idea? What kind of things do you need an actual lawyer to help you work through? I think if you've been well advised throughout the legal process and the financial process of splitting up, then saving a few bob by filling in forms online at the end of the process might work for you. It is fairly administrative. Some people prefer to have their hands held by solicitors every step of the way. Some people, perhaps they've been getting divorced and sorting it all out for a year, might feel very confident filling in a few forms online. That could probably save you a few hundred quid because a solicitor who's charging by the hour isn't doing it for you. But for an amicable split, it's an option that some celebrities have even turned to. Yes, Gary Lineker and Danielle Bucks, his recent ex-wife, used it. I have a feeling they were probably well advised by lawyers, financial advisors they already work with. One thing I would say, however, is that Even if it's amicable now, it may not be amicable in the future. Mm. And if you've only split up legally, but you haven't obtained court orders on how the finances are going to be arranged, and this is things like who gets what of the pension pot, who gets ongoing maintenance, do you have only maintenance for the children or do you have spousal maintenance? And as perhaps the lower earner in a high earning couple, what are your rights? 
none of this can be identified or organised for you. So somebody who thinks, I'll just go online and sort it out quickly, it doesn't matter, my husband and I are the best of friends, they may be signing away a lot of their rights to finance for a lifetime. Well... A heady warning there. Thanks very much. That was Naomi Rovnik, Digital and Communities Editor of FT Money. We'd love to know what you think about millennial money, the perils of online divorce, or money matters more generally. You can get in touch with us via email or address money at ft.com, or you can tweet us at FT Money. And you can leave comments at the foot of individual articles on our website at ft.com slash money. There's just time to tell you what else will feature in this weekend's issue. Merrin Somerset Webb puts her well-heeled boot into the fees charged by the financial services industry. And as usual, we have the latest share tips and director's deals from The Investor's Chronicle. The Money Show was produced and edited in London by Adam Palin and Naomi Rovnik. We will be back next week. But for now, it's goodbye from me and our studio guests. Goodbye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.